So I was going through my mail the other day and bill, 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 but then something slipped out of my stack. A small note printed on a scrap piece of pink paper. Hello fellow neighbour, I am inviting you to joining me in an exciting business opportunity. All training will be provided and you will be able to work from home. This is very time sensitive. Please contact Coco at this number for more information. Oh boy, I thought. This is the opportunity I have been waiting for. Here I come, Warren Buffett. I can't believe I've been working like a schmuck all these years. So, like the very intelligent person I am, with nothing better to do with my time, I called the number and agreed to meet for coffee. A date was set and I met Coco at a coffee shop, only to be greeted by a two hour long presentation on Amherbavon. Wait a second, this isn't the next Google. This is a multi-level marketing business. Multi-level marketing companies are big business around the world and they have rightfully attracted much criticism for questionable business practices. Many have called them illegal pyramid schemes, but these companies continue to operate in most developed countries around the world and rake in billions of dollars in profit in any given year, all with the blessing of local trade authorities. So what are these businesses? Let's park personal opinions on how annoying it is to be roped into some of these MLM meetings for the moment and assess the fundamental economics behind these businesses. So for starters, what kind of businesses are they? Many businesses have referral programs. It is likely you have seen offers such as refer a friend and enjoy 50% off your next purchase, or even refer a friend and receive $50 cash. These kinds of offers are pretty commonplace in general business world because any business person will tell you positive word of mouth is the best marketing one can receive. It is pretty likely that most people don't have any major issues with this type of marketing. If you and your friend both enjoy a product like pizza from the local pizza shop, taking advantage of one of these referral offers is probably seen as a win-win. Multi-level marketing companies have, in a sense, taken this pretty benign business model and stretched it to its absolute limits. Most multi-level marketing companies work by giving a referral incentive, mostly in the form of cash to members who get other people to purchase product from the business, but then go one step further and give referral incentives for the people that are signed up by the people you signed up and on and on until you get the mother of all referral programs. That is no longer just a marketing exercise, but the fundamentals of the business itself. Now, I am not saying anything, but this kind of referral program, when laid out, does tend to make a curious shape. Hmm. Okay, so the companies themselves could get away with calling their structure a very, very complicated referral scheme. But what kind of business is being formed by the individual participants in these kinds of companies? The basic idea behind someone joining a multi-level marketing company is that they will buy the products of the company at a discounted rate and sell them to friends and family. This in effect simply makes someone at best a commission only salesperson or at worst an individual retailer for a narrow group of products, which is 
often very different from the kind of opportunities that are presented to applicants upon joining these companies. This direct sales and retailing aspect is just one side of the business though, and the real opportunity is often presented as building your own sales team, which more directly translates to convincing your friends and family to also sign up to the company and purchase products that they will then hopefully go out and sell. The big flaw in all of this though, is that most people don't want and don't have the experience to be salesmen and or sales team managers. This is made worse by the fact that even a highly experienced salesman would find it very hard to sell no-name products at a very overinflated price to an increasingly small group of friends that don't seem to be returning their messages for some reason. Beyond this, the fundamental structure of the business runs into a very real problem. Most multi-level marketing companies will note that if you sign up for friends and they sign up for friends, you will very quickly build a strong team so that you won't have to worry about going out and selling products door to door or friend to friend anymore. That all sounds great, but with that model, you only have to repeat that cycle 17 times before you run out of people on earth, making the foundation of this whole business a little shaky. Now, a common rebuttal from pundits of these businesses is that when you go into business, there is always risk involved. Successful spokespeople will often point out that these kinds of companies give people the opportunity to go into business for themselves for only the few hundred dollars it costs to sign up and purchase inventory of product, as opposed to the tens of thousands of dollars it can cost to start a regular business of your own. Now, on paper, this actually sounds pretty reasonable. Compared to starting your own business, even the most expensive multi-level marketing companies represent a lot smaller investment up front. This all starts to fall apart though, when you consider that first off, not everyone really wants to go into business for themselves, and even if they did, it is likely that they don't wanna go into business selling whatever specific product that is that they will be forced to sell here, be it essential oils or vitamins or skincare products or anything else the multi-level marketing company might deal in. The second factor is the likelihood of success. Now, most businesses fail. It is a hard truth of the business world that only about 40% of new businesses ever end up making any money. And this statistic is even worse for people starting a business for the first time. In the world of MLMs, it gets even worse. Fortunately, for our research purposes, multi-level marketing companies are obligated to release an income disclosure statement every year. This document details the payment of bonuses and how much is paid to what group of people. This breakdown of bonuses is of course different for every company, but the average from the top 10 multi-level marketing companies reveals that only about 30% of active members in a multi-level marketing company get paid anything at all of which only about 12% make more than $1,000 a year, 2% make more than minimum full-time wage, and a few dozen make more than $100,000 in income in a company that could have hundreds of thousands of members. This income is before even factoring in the cost of products that members are likely required to buy to maintain their bonus payments, meaning it is likely that these income figures are overly optimistic. 
But let's say we ignore all of that and assume that you will start the most successful multi-level marketing business in the world. The most successful member of any of these companies worldwide is hard to pinpoint and it does change frequently given the fundamental sales-based nature of these businesses. But by best estimate, the title belongs to this lady here, Holly Chen. Holly Chen is a member of the Amway Corporation, one of the oldest and currently the largest multi-level marketing company in the world. From information gathered about her, it notes that she was one of the first members of Amway when it opened up shop in China. Today, China is the single biggest market for multi-level marketing companies worldwide, and Holly Chen was in the right place at the right time to ride the wave of this growth from the top of the business that she has today. Her annual income is calculated to be around $8 million a year based on the bonus structure of Amway. This is on top of an additional $12 million that she gets from the sale of books and seminars and online courses that she sells, although this figure is harder to say with certainty. Two things become apparent here. First of all, a majority of this income is not actually coming from the business itself, but rather from running seminars on how to do well in the business. And it also has to be noted that $20 million a year is actually not that great. Don't get me wrong, $20 million a year is a huge amount of money. But for someone at the top of a market as big as this, it's a little bit underwhelming. It is estimated that there are around 18 million people involved in multi-level marketing companies in the USA alone. If we were to assume that the top earner was making that $20 million a year figure, it gives us a good idea of the pinnacle of success in these organizations. Now, given that the United States has a population of 327 million people in 2019, that means that a staggering 5.5% of the population is involved in one of these companies, which is a figure that even I was shocked by. But if we extrapolated this group of 18 million people out and just assumed it was a random sample of people rather than the MLM members, that would mean the single highest income earner from this randomly selected group would in all probability be in the top 20 richest people in all of America. Even if we assume we got the lowest estimate from that list, that would mean we're looking at an individual like Rob Walton with a net worth of $44 billion. What is more, is that this randomly selected group of 18 million people is likely to have over 30 billionaires in it and 3,000 individuals making more than $20 million a year. What this means is that you are statistically speaking 3,000 times more likely to be as rich as the top multi-level marketing member by just not joining a multi-level marketing company at all. There is a lot more that could be said about these companies that is outside the scope of fundamental economic analysis. Is it annoying when a long lost friend regains contact with you just to try and sell you a product? Is it uncomfortable when you're forced into buying products that you have no need for just to keep a family member happy? Is it sad to see people who can least afford it go into crippling debt for the dream of starting their own business? The answer to all of these questions is an undeniable yes. But. Are these companies illegal pyramid schemes? 
Well, unfortunately, the legal department at Economics Explained is not big enough to risk getting sued by one of these organizations, so I will answer that question with a statement from the FTC. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. As always, if you have any questions, I do my best to reply to every comment in the comment section. Otherwise, if you did enjoy, please consider liking and subscribing. Thanks.